It's morning at a local market in Busan, my hometown in South Korea. Small vendors are lined up along the narrow aisles. Steam comes out of tiny restaurant kitchens. Now this is the combat ration seed designed to take care of one man for one day. Smells of Korean foods. Kimchi, pajeon, bulgogi. For instance, corned beef hash, meat and beans with tomato sauce, hamburger with gravy. But I've come here to find a U.S. military combat ration. If I've made any of you hungry, the Army recruiting office is just down the street, I'm sure. I go deeper into the market. Koreans mumble English words in broken accent. Oreos, Pringles, caramels. Displayed behind the windows are piles of American snacks and whiskeys. Hershey's chocolate, Johnny Walker's. American names written in English alphabet. He asked me, what are you doing? I reply, I'm looking for a combat ration. He says, oh, you can't find it here anymore. Maybe 70 years ago? So, in the 1950s? Yes, during the Korean War. Korea is a small country, thousands of miles away. But what is happening there is important to every American. After World War II, Korea was partitioned into two nations. North Korea, backed by the Soviet Union, and South Korea, backed by the United States of America. On Sunday, June 25th, communist forces attacked the Republic of Korea. Free nations must be on their guard, more than ever before. Communist troops advancing from the north forced Koreans to escape and settle as far south as they could go. Busan, the poor city. There, for the first time, many Koreans met American soldiers. Mr. Lee Chun-soo was eight years old when the war broke out. He was one of the refugees who escaped to Busan. We met at the local train station, where he used to live with his grandfather. My grandfather was a handyman who worked for the U.S. Army. He was a carpenter, so he was useful to Americans. It was a privilege back then. U.S. military hired locals to take care of daily chores. Carpentry, laundry, cleaning. All jobs for Koreans. His grandfather's connection to the American forces allowed Mr. Lee's family to stay at the train station, which was safer than other parts of the city. That's where Mr. Lee had his first taste of America. Kids like me were small enough to run into the carriage through the back door without being noticed. My job was to sneak inside a train just arrived and scavenge for combat rations American soldiers left on their seats. American soldiers didn't enjoy combat rations. According to the quartermaster report of 1952, corned beef hash was hated so much that the report recommended to, quote, exclude it from the packet. So soldiers took the cigarettes and chocolate and left everything else. Kids like Mr. Lee took the unwanted items to their parents, who sold them at a local market. So, have you ever eaten the ration? Yes, it was very delicious. Sources of protein like corned beef hash were rare during the war. People like young Mr. Lee, who was close to the American forces, were the lucky ones. 
We all knew that inside the box, it's full of delicious foods. Female Koreans who could speak basic English worked as telephone operators or administrative staff in the U.S. military. So did Mrs. Kim. Sometimes she was given combat rations as a bonus to her salary. We didn't have a lot of things to eat back then. We were just happy to eat those foods from the U.S. military. When Korean refugees in Busan were starving, eating combat ration was a huge privilege. It meant the person is close to Americans who are strong and rich, who can protect Koreans not only from the communists, but also from poverty and hunger. My sister ran an orphanage. She received a lot of assistance from the U.S. Army. Clothes, shoes, food. America gave them to us. I'm really thankful for America. Her gratitude towards America was genuine. But I wondered, would there have been a Korean War if there was not a Cold War? Without those supplies, we wouldn't have survived. Would the people have needed those supplies if Korea had not been divided into two countries by the Soviet Union and the U.S.? 33 years ago, Americans gallantly fought and died in the hills of the Korean Peninsula here. In so many ways, the Korean Peninsula is symbolic of the larger world. In the South, energy and creativity abound. To the North, the communist regime's heavy hand stagnates the economy, suppresses the spirit of the people. I was really jealous of kids who brought spam. My mom was born 14 years after the end of the war. I told her that I went to the market to find combat ration. And she started to tell her own story. When someone opened her lunchbox, we were able to see how well off she was just by looking at the food inside. So if someone brought rectangular spam, she was rich. If someone brings rounder sausage of a deeper pink, she wasn't. Why were you jealous of those kids? I thought American canned food was really tasty. There were different kinds of ham, and there were English letters written on the cans. Where did the canned foods come from? They said those canned foods were from nearby U.S. garrisons. Local merchants purchased them from the U.S. troops and sold them at a local market. Koreans like my mom, who passed by the garrison, were able to hear the U.S. troops training. I thought American soldiers always had delicious foods. In my mind, I thought, America is a rich country. America is a rich, big, and free country. America is a rich, big, and free country. In Korea, we call America 미국. The second syllable, 국, means country or nation. The first syllable, 미, means beautiful. The word America in Korean means a beautiful country. During the 1980s, skepticism about the U.S. military presence started to grow. Korean college students accused the U.S. government of supporting the anti-communist military dictatorship, notorious for its violent oppression of protesters. My father was a student protester against the U.S. intervention. 
College students read books accusing the U.S. of their atrocities during the Korean War. Our rallying cry was, Yankee, go home. But I had conflicting thoughts about America. Deep in my heart, I knew it saved us during the war. After the protest movement lost steam, he was conscripted into the military. That's where he first ate the U.S. combat ration, which was by then called MRE, or Meals Ready to Eat. Two or three times a year, we had a joint exercise with the U.S. forces. Sometimes American soldiers gave their rations to us, or sometimes we got leftovers. Do you remember how it tasted? I believed it was delicious. Our meals were just rice and Korean side dishes, but their rations were contained inside a vinyl package. I was really fascinated. But were you reluctant about eating American food? Because you had participated in anti-American protests. People like me didn't like America as a country, but we liked what's American. When we went back home on leave, we bragged about the American rations we had in the military, that it was the best food we ever had. While Koreans burned American flags, they still listened to Jackson 5 and watched Hollywood movies. And they all wanted to learn English. I'll be back. A few years after his discharge from the military, my parents opened an English cram school. Once an anti-American student protester, he now was an English grammar teacher. But for 15 years, we have never talked in English. My mom makes soy paste soup and fried mackerel. We sit down around the kitchen table. My father turns on the television and stops at an American movie channel. We eat and listen to the violent soundtrack. After a whole summer of looking for a combat ration, I finally found one. Not in a market, but at a historian's archive. I visited a local historian, Kim an His office was just a few minutes away from the market in Busan. He told me he had a box of combat ration, distributed in 1952. Tin cans, both rectangular and cylindrical, painted in military green. I read what's written on the surface. Food package survival for three men for one day, 1952. I asked Mr. Kim, can we eat this? And he said, are you crazy? It's almost eight and I'm hungry. I walk to a nearby McDonald's. Hamburger with two meat patties and hash brown. Fries with tomato sauce and Coke. A few decades ago, Koreans would have done anything to get what I'm eating. On my way home, I listen to the interviews I have done so far. Koreans like Mr. Lee, who had to sneak into trains and hoard combat rations. Koreans like my mom, so jealous of her friend, who always brought American spam. Koreans like my dad, who protested against the U.S., then decided to become an English teacher.
Korea is a small country, thousands of miles away. But what is happening there is important to every American. On Sunday, June 25th, communist forces attacked the Republic of Korea. Now North Korea's reckless pursuit of nuclear weapons and ballistic missiles threatens the entire world. Rocket Man is on a suicide mission for himself and for his regime. The United States is ready, willing, and able. I buy an American combat MRE, a meal ready to eat. I bring it to the kitchen and open a packet. I take out the M&Ms, hot chocolate, biscuits, and jam. I open the largest bag, pre-cooked pasta. While chewing some, I find myself hoping war never breaks out again in Korea. Because it tastes like shit. <laughs>